Hey everyone. Before we get started with this podcast, I wanted to preface with some information that might help you follow along during the first few answers of the interview given by IHOC. The answer for my initial question about how BMS came to be was, well, it threw me for a bit of a loop as I wasn't aware of the history of BMS and how complex it really was. Now, out of respect to the history, our guest, and to those of you who want to know all about it, I've not cut or edited anything for length in this interview. To help you follow along, I have included a link in the show notes to a timeline of Falcon from launch to current date, and if you want, you can click it and follow along. I hope you guys enjoy the complex history. I certainly did. And if it gets too wordy, well, that's what the skip ahead feature is for. So, uh, yeah, enjoy. Welcome to the Air Combat Simulation Podcast. Brought to you by BVR Productions. Together with content creators, mission builders, experts, and enthusiasts, we explore the comprehensive world of combat aircraft simulation. Hey everyone, welcome back to another Air Combat Sim podcast. Today we're going to talk about BMS, uh, Falcon 4.0 BMS. And uh, with us today we have uh, one of the developers, IHOC, and a community uh, member, Max Waldorf. And uh, But first, let's introduce everybody else here on the panel. And uh, first we have Moltar. How's it going, Moltar? Oh, it's going, man. Just hiding out from the Rona and uh, getting things set up for Satel next year. The Rona, I haven't heard that one yet. That was pretty good. You haven't heard I that haven't, one? No. I, I don't know. That's what I'm rolling No, with. I was uh, drinking uh, Corona Teenies the other night. Corona Teenies? <laughs> it was just alcohol. Oh. <laughs> Is that a women's drink? Well, since I was drinking it, no. But from what I understand, Corona is pretty easy to be had lately because everybody's just like, oh, I can't have anything with the name Corona right. in it. So you see these pallets of just Corona beer on everywhere. It was out at the bar that I went to the other day. So... Uh, I guess that says something too. It's probably a bit too Mexican. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, next, we have uh, IHOC. IHOC, uh, as far as I know, you were a developer on the uh, BMS team. How are you doing? Hey, everything is good. Um, my name is Yoni, by the way. Uh, hopefully, you're staying safe and uh, coronavirus free as well. Yeah, it just started started here, but. Uh... We're okay for now. That's good. That's good. Well, where where are you from anyway? Israel. Okay. Nice. And then next we have uh, Max Waldorf. Max Waldorf is uh, from uh, Falcon Lounge fame and uh, streams as well, I believe. Right, right, Max. How you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having us on the show. Um, definitely, I would say driving a lot on the community <laughs> side for uh, for Falcon BMS and. Um, and yeah, coming from France from uh, on my end, and Corona is actually very, very here, I would say. <laughs> We're confined at home currently, so nothing else to do. Hopefully you uh, avoid it and stay safe. Yeah. And then uh, last we have uh, Tricker. How you doing, Tricker? Hey, what's up, guys? Tricker here, doing good. I was out flying for six days, but uh, I'm home now, in my home safe. Nice. Is your, is your flight schedule a little bit... Uh lean because of all this oh yeah it was uh, a crazy six days i'll say that but i'm finally home after 
a crazy uh, ordeal of things happening in Vegas. But uh, everything's closed, and all the restaurants and all the gyms and all that good jazz are all closed. So good times in Vegas. All right. Well, for uh, those that aren't aware, uh, can either of you, uh, IHOC or Max Waldorf, uh, I'm going to call you Max for short, if you don't mind. Uh, can either of you uh, yep. Yep, briefly no describe what uh, Falcon BMS is and, and kind of, you know, the history and how it came to be? Um, okay, I'll, I'll say. Um, Falcon BMS was born as a, as a uh, team of very small, uh, very small numbers. Like uh, there, there were only maybe two or three back then uh, guys that actually um, uh, raised the team. Um, basically, at the start, um, just for uh, giving some uh, introduction, uh, I'm personally in the Falcon for business, let's call it, since uh, around 2002, uh, something like that, 2001, 2002. Um, initially, I did not know anything. Okay, I just came from uh, Army service. I uh, was uh, pretty much uh, um, out of business, of any, any PC business for about three years. Then I came back from, from the army and there is the internet that was not before. Um, there are the CDs and, you know, uh, stuff, stuff like that. And uh, I knew Falcon 3 from uh, before the army. Okay, when I was a teenager, like 14 or 15, I was playing Falcon 3. It was a very, you know, if you look at it now, it was very primitive uh, simulation, but it was nice back then. Okay, so... I come back and I find there is Falcon 4, so I go in and I bought the disc and um, and the game, I mean, with the manual and everything. And uh, initially, I was uh, a bit um, kind of frightened from it because it all seemed too too great, okay, to, to start, too complicated. I just looked at it and uh, closed it fast. And um, I was I was playing, uh, if you know, Jane's uh, USAF was back then, and uh, there was also also Jane's uh, Navy. I remember USNF maybe. Uh, anyway, after about uh, six months or so, that it uh, it just laid on my uh, on my uh, room. Okay, then I uh, there there was the point that when I wanted to to give it another try, so uh, I installed it and. Um, from there, I started, you know, I started playing like the, the what it was. Okay, there was no uh, no real uh, internet like today. Everything is out and you, you see all kinds of YouTube and everything. The internet was uh, very, very, very small back then. Okay. Um, so after some, some times, uh, I found uh, there is uh, some site that uh, has a kind of uh, patches for Falcon 4. Okay, I did not know even there is something like that. There is a community and everything. I was very new to the internet as well. So I found this site and I started to to visit it and uh, download stuff. I see that there were some, some skins and uh, some uh, small patches here and there. Uh, I don't even remember the name. It was Razor or something. don't know if any of you here is old enough to, to remember. Max, maybe you, but not you. Um, and then slowly, slowly, I get in and I get involved with some people. I really don't remember the names again, sorry. 
Um, and after some time, maybe 2003 or four, I found the Fraggles World. Okay, if you know, the, it was a huge forum for uh, Falcon 4 and many other simulations, but also, but mainly Falcon 4. And uh, there I found uh, that there is a known development team. It was called back then a unified team, uh, UT in short. Um, they were doing some, mainly some, some data and some uh, execute, uh, uh, I mean, exit uh, changes as well. Um, then, again, this is from long, long memory. I mean, 15, 16 years back. Um, B Falcon BMS was just then came to to the uh, to site. I mean, uh, it was I remember it pretty good. It was uh, it was uh, announced by two or three guys that they are no longer um, around anymore, but they were the founders of uh, BMS. And uh, slowly, with time, they started to release uh, exit changes that were pretty massive back then, okay? A unified team was mainly about uh, data uh, changes, okay? A lot of uh, small fixes and uh, uh, touches. Uh, there were new skins, new 3D models, um, all kinds of campaigns and, you know, uh, gameplay stuff. And there were exit changes, but uh, Falcon BMS suddenly came as, as a, a massive series of changes. I remember it really like it was yesterday. That I remember pretty good. Uh, there was, I, I remember there was like 1.01, and then after two, three weeks came 1.02 and 1.03, and each change was really a massive change. I mean, we we suddenly saw graphics, and you know, back then it was a, a big deal. Uh, we had like, if you if you know Falcon 4 from the start, let's say it had uh, you know uh, very flat clouds. Okay, clouds were like uh, a uh, uh, sheets of uh, white uh, on the screen, you could hardly tell these are clouds. And suddenly Falcon BMS come and you have 3D clouds. And uh, I mean, for us, it was back then, it was uh, amazing. You actually see 3D clouds and, uh, you know, it was particles. Actually, it is exactly as it is today. Just it was a bit uh, less pretty, but something like today. N not much changed from back then. For example, for clouds, um, clouds rendering, I mean. And uh, so that's what it was. Uh, Falcon BMS was a small team uh, that I can tell. I, I wasn't part of it, of course. It was uh, I, I was just a simple user back then. And um, at some point, okay, it's a bit uh, a bit uh, sad, but at some point, um, there was some. Uh, some interaction between teams, okay? There was unified teams and, and there was Free Falcon team, which uh, they uh, like uh, got uh, together and created something with uh, with um, something that is like like a, a a complete of one another, okay? Unified team did something, and Free Falcon, uh, which back then was a more uh, like an, an art team, okay, more more uh, prettier and uh, more heavy, let's say. Um, I mean, performance-wise, 
more heavy um, 3D models, uh, high resolution skins. And um, Free Falcon back then was a different team, but they were like uh, combined with, with the patches of Unified team. Uh, they didn't exactly work together, but they were using the same data, okay? Unified team was the main, was the main stream uh, team that uh, streamed the data. And Fire Falcon team used it and, and uh, like proposed patches, okay, for the community with high resolution skins and models. After some time, I don't know to tell exactly because again, I wasn't part of the teams back then. After some time, um, the Free Falcon team uh, uh, guys, the management of Free Falcon, they decided that um, um, they they want to, because. Here, here comes the, the bit complicated story. Um, Falcon BMS had uh, interaction with coders from Free Falcon team. Okay, there was uh, one or two uh, people which like joined the the Falcon BMS team, and they were developing together the exit, uh, adding some more stuff, and you know, and uh, and uh, more uh, features. And at some point, there was. As I understand, some uh, um, you know they, they they couldn't decide how exactly to proceed, and there were some different opinions, and the Free Falcon team uh, decided that they are uh, like let's call it stealing or uh, breaking up the friendship and like stealing whatever uh, source source code was was there at the repository. I guess you know what is the repository, yep, yes, yep. Uh, code repository. And uh, they decided to just take it and, okay, this is now our, our version. Okay, it, it was called the BMS 1.03. And that was like, Free uh, Falcon team took it and continued on their branch to develop it alone. Okay, and uh, the BMS team uh, kept, uh, they, they were, I mean, it was a, a big story back then. In the in the forums and you know in the community uh, breakup and like uh, major uh, major uh, issues and uh, people started fighting and everything and um, from that point there were like two branches Free Falcon did their stuff alone and the uh, BMS uh, kept uh, releasing um, exit patches exit changes for the unified team uh, version. Um, I don't even remember the names, but I think it was Unified Team Four or something like that, which was uh, named of the of the actual releases back then. There were uh, three and four, I think, but I'm I'm not not exactly sure. So something like that, and BMS kept kept uh, supporting uh, uh, Unified Team, while Free Falcon uh, like released their version alone. It was based on Free Falcon uh, some version. Maybe one or two, I don't remember, and it had it, its own exit. Okay, it was released like that with the the own exit that they like took to their side. They broke the code and took it and released it as is. Okay, and uh, from that point on, there were like two teams that uh, kept development. Um, now what happens at some point? Uh, that was I think at 2006, or maybe I'm wrong, but it was a long time ago, but at some point, uh, if you know um, Cam, uh, the team of Falcon AF, you know, the the commercial uh, product, um, 
Allied forces, yeah. Yeah, Allied forces. It was a commercial product. It was like they had the 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 IP to the the license. I mean, they had the license, and they wanted to release a official product, okay, from stuff like like something new, okay, based on the Falcon Four code. But they worked on it a lot. They uh, it was a, a a different team totally. We did we didn't had any any interactions with it. Even as a community, I remember it came as some kind of surprise. And uh, at some point, uh, again, I'm not even sure, maybe even no one sure, but we're, we're almost known for 100%. At some point, um, BMS, Falcon BMS back then, got a, a you know, season cease and desist uh, letter from lawyers, from some lawyer team, uh, to stop, to hold, I mean, hold any releases, with, okay? With- you don't was the 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 season's assist was from the company that made Falcon Four. Well, uh, no, not uh, like yeah, I would say more the license owner than the uh, than the the, the, yes. the one that made it because uh, uh, just just to complement what Hayok said, um, uh, if if you look up on 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 Google <clears> and search for Falcon history, uh, there is someone that actually made a full uh, time scale of uh, since Falcon.4.0 initial release uh, up to now. Uh, all the different versions and, and branches uh, of, uh, of Falcon that were actually uh, uh, released and, and pull up. Uh, and this is very interesting because uh, as, uh, as, as Hayok mentioned, um, there, was, there was a lot of patches driven by the community as well participation from older developers or initial developers in it and it went to several branches you had different versions mentioned uh, and the one mentioned free falcon open falcon bms super pack there were a lot of vers- different versions that were released uh, for falcon 4 so from the initial release of 98 up to now, um, it's it's been more than uh, than 20 years that actually we we, we still see some uh, some continuous development from different teams. But uh, I agree that the Falcon of uh, the history the history of Falcon is um, is, um, is 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 full of uh, of uh, people gathering up and then splitting up and then recreating a new group and then. Yeah, um, so it's it's full of that, and you'll see that in the timeline that has been posted on the internet. This is very interesting to see how people actually gather up and split it up, and 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 to make now only one development team that is currently active and known on on since Falcon Four, which is the BMS team today. Right. And so, uh, yeah. back, so okay, so was all the team creation, uh, all the various teams were they all kind of envisioning something else for falcon or were they supporting falcon because there was no more patches done by let's, the actual manufacturer let's consider that let's consider that uh, when when the team behind Microprose uh decided to launch falcon 4 initially um the project at that time um was very ambitious um Internet was not the thing like we had today. Uh, we're speaking development back before 98. And development was mostly focused on people flying solo. So you had to get something that would entertain you for, for quite some time. And they they basically put a lot of efforts on 
the I would say campaign uh, engine, um, so people could have actually a, um, I would say a lasting experience on and, and different experience from from, from what has had been done till now. Um, I mean, we're speaking about a time where you already had um, it's some, somehow in the same time as we had Lomac and and things like this, and and so you had two different visions. But the problem is that when you spend spend too much time on the core engine of running the campaign then you're not spending enough time on the 3d aspects of it or at least the uh, the uh, the flying aspect of the of the of, of the f16 so the the initial team for micropose actually never had enough time to finish the product and and those guys were very into it so that's why even though the company closed the team and falcon 4 was was out of business uh, i mean the team closed and, and micropose uh, uh, stopped selling the product um then the, the team the, the people from the team initially still continued the the development although they they were barely having any funds for that so that so yeah so uh you know i i remember back in the day buying you know games on floppy disks and like you said there was no there's no internet and if you needed a patch or a fix uh you know you had to get it on disk back then or then the internet came out and it was like oh i got to download this you know 2 meg patch at 56k it's going to take a day and uh, so I, I get that aspect of it. <laughs> yes. the, the, the other question I had is, uh, IHOC, you kept referencing um, exe changes. So um, as a developer myself, um, I, I, I think I understand what you're saying. But to clarify everything, um, nobody had the source code at this time, right? So you were actually having to manually edit uh, the assembly code in the exe to do different things or or am i missing something no no um the falcon 4 source code was leaked oh it was leaked okay yes i'm not sure exactly when i wasn't even even uh, you know near a pc back then but yes it was leaked at, so i think it's somewhere about around the 99 or so gotcha and you know somehow it got to to these people and to those and i don't know how exactly um and th that was it um that that's interesting that, that... yeah th there was no agreement there was no agreement with micropost to actually be able to release the um the source code from falcon but seeing the frustration of the initial team of falcon 4 um they probably leaked something we never knew actually who leaked what but yes. in in the end uh the source code of uh, Fa uh, falcon 4 was made available, although it was not a gift from uh, Micropost to the community. I see. That makes sense. Okay. Anyway, so uh, I, back to where I guess we left off. You were you were saying this that the cease and desist was uh, issued. Yes, and uh, from from that point, uh, Falcon BMS, you know, the, the team benchmark teams. Okay, BMS is benchmark teams. Uh, they got to the, you know, to they got down and uh, it's like disappeared from the surface, okay. Um, and that was it. Like uh, I think the the last. By the way, Max, thank you for uh, for uh, reminding Superpack. Okay, that was the name I, I I forgot. Okay, Unified Team. I said it was not Unified Team. Unified Team was the name of the team. Superpack was the name of the of the releases. Okay, and and there was three. Uh, Superpack 3 is what I remember, you know, maybe there were previous, but 3 was the first for me because that's what I found on the internet first time. 
Uh, I was very excited. You know, it was, if you remember, I don't know if you if you were on back then, but it was a huge uh, change. It had it, its own manual and uh, it was feeling like a new game. And there was uh, Super Pack 4, which was supported by uh, BMS uh, exit patches. And at that point of the season desist, um, BMS got uh, b- below the surface and just vanished. Okay, and um, from there, somehow, uh, Free Falcon continuing the development, like they don't, uh, they don't care about any season desist, any IP holders. Okay, Free Falcon kept uh, working. They released uh, Free Falcon 3, I think, back then. And um, then there was my time. Okay, I, um, I get to to uh, in be, being involved with uh, Free Falcon. Okay, I like the the graphics, uh, the extra, I mean, the extra, um, you know, uh, better models, uh, better skins, uh, better graphics overall. And um, I started to to fly it, you know, here and there, like. Uh, I didn't even know multiplayer back then, just single player uh, flying. And uh, I was uh, a pretty active community member. I started to to post some stuff and, you know, uh, okay, I found this problem, I found that, reported back then and and uh, stuff like that. And suddenly after some time, a guy from Free, Free, from Free Falcon, uh, some developer, data developer, uh, approached me and uh, asked me if I want to join the team, okay? Like, you know, you want to be a you come to be a better tester, okay? Uh, you are, you seem like someone that knows what's going on. You report some uh, valid bugs and everything. Uh, I had a good eye for uh, frame rates, okay? Frame rate drops and stuff like that. So uh, I think that was what caught his eye. And uh, okay, and from here to, to there, I joined the Free Falcon team. Uh, there internally, I found that there is an internal team. It was called uh, called. Okay, Max uh, uh, mentioned back uh, a few minutes ago that uh, there were many many teams and involved and you know and uh, fighting and speeding out and then and then uh, splitting and everything. So inside Fal- uh, Free Falcon team, there was another team which called the Red Viper. Okay, I did not know knew back then. That they even exist because they were internal. The public did not did not know them. Know them. Uh, and there we we were working on the exe, okay, of the side of uh, Free Falcon, Work, working only on the exe. I mean, mainly on the exe. And uh, after some time in Free Falcon, um, I started as a beta tester. And then after some time, uh, the the leader of Red Viper, it's a guy called uh, called Red Alex, was his name. Italian guy. Um, we started to chat here and there, and he asked me if I want to join. Okay, and uh, I joined in. Why not? And um, f- I won't. Uh, I won't uh, do it very long. But uh, from there, I started to to get more into development. Okay, um, I started developing a particle system. You know, um, effects. Um, even even what you see today in BMS, if you ever seen, uh, it's about it's more or less the same thing, just uh, more developed from data side, and a little bit of code which I, I added uh, here and there, and some other guys added, of course, before me. But the the idea is still the same until 
until this day. Uh, so I started as I started as a particular system developer, okay, data developer. It is some script that you can edit even today. You can open it and and see how it looks. It's a huge uh, script that uh, um, uh, including some uh, definitions of effects uh, using some uh, some um, simple uh, textures, okay, and you create uh, particles this way, okay. It's mainly billboards if you know what, uh, how this is working mm -hmm. um you know a billboard is something that looks 3d but it's not really right, it's actually uh, flat turns towards the camera usually uh, exactly exactly something like that okay so it was uh, um, um facing the camera or facing the direction vector or, or some kind of options but never mind uh, this is the id and I started uh, that way as a data developer, okay? I was doing nice effects and everyone said, oh, wow, this is nice, this is great. And I was having a lot of fun and uh, all that. Um, after some time, of course, it came to that, that uh, okay, I wanted more. Uh, I wanted to, you know, to, to change stuff because there is a, a direct connection between what you can do with the data and what the code does. How, how it is uh, calling the, the effects, what is created where, you know, an aircraft is exploding and you, you want to, to create something of that. And so I, I wanted to know when exactly an aircraft uh, exploding is, is, uh, is called in the code. Okay, aircraft exploding is something, uh, something obvious, but let's say some ground explosions, okay? There was a, a big mess. I did not know exactly what and no one could, could really tell me because Every time I want to ask, they tell me, ah, okay, just do it and, and leave us alone. I met the coders, uh, the, which had the code access. And so after some time, I, I met the, a lot of guys, uh, you know, tired for my questions. And one day just uh, um, Alex, which was the kind of, of leader of Red Viper, he told me, okay, you know, you, you, you know C, yes? I, I knew C because... I studied the electronics engineering and I knew C from university, only C, not C++, okay? And he told me, okay, you know C, okay, I give you access to the code, just do it, do what you want. Here you have, just don't break anything. <laughs> and uh, it was like that, I started to, you know, to, to open it on, oh, shit, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I have no idea how to look at it even. Um, so many objects, you know, so many, and I didn't even knew C++ really. Um, okay, so long story short, uh, I started to teach myself C++. I opened the books, started reading. Um, I even remember the, the book that I uh, used to, uh, to learn. Um, it was very basic, uh, like teaching you how to write some uh, very primitive games. Not, not graphics, but just, uh, you know, uh, games, some uh, logic games and stuff like that. And so I learned um, object-oriented programming and what it means and objects and all that. And after some time, I could start slowly to do my own stuff, okay? I started to change uh, the particles area. I started to, to see exactly what, what is called when. I could uh, modify the data how I wanted. I did some changes to make it how I, how I wanted to look. Uh, where I want it to be called and stuff like that. And uh, slowly, 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 as time goes by, uh, we release uh, a patch as part of Free Falcon team, okay? But the, the engine the engine itself was 
made by Red, Vi- Red Viper at this point. Okay, Red Viper was the team that took full control of the exe. It was, I, I remember it even as, you know, as an egg developer. I remember it that uh, we had some, like, agreement with uh, Free Falcon that we do whatever we want with the exe and no one is, uh, th- no one will hold us from doing changes we want, okay? So uh, it was clear that uh, this is the way things work because back then Red Viper did most of the exe work and Free Falcon was mainly data stuff. And we released a patch. It was called the Free Falcon 4, FF4. Okay. Uh, we released it. Then after some time, we kept uh, working. We did some, a lot of other changes. After I'm, I'm, I'm talking about something like uh, another one or two years, one, one and a half or two. And we released uh, Free Falcon 5, uh, which was another patch of the of the same. It was back then the 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 Free Falcon team was very active. Uh, it was a big team, uh, very healthy, I'd call it. And all this time, okay, all this time, uh, Falcon BMS is under the underground. Okay, since the season desist, they're underground, um, not even known to exist. Only a few people knew. And was the season desist only sent to them, or was it sent to everybody as yes. a community? Uh, yeah, it was them. sent. It was sent to 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 the BMS guys. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, so they 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 they're underground. They don't want to have anything to do with it. You guys are still continuing. Exactly. Exactly. And um, okay, the I, I I'll continue. The Free Falcon team was very hard uh, kind of guys. You know, there was. Uh, I won't mention any names, but uh, they were very, uh, you know, strict uh, guys. They wanted to call the shots, if I if I'll call it this way. And at some point, I don't even remember why. Okay, it was like uh, twelve years uh, from now. At some point, uh, we started to to feel in Red Viper team. We started to feel that we don't we don't uh, feel so so comfortable with the Free Falcon. I remember uh, Alex, the guy who, who lead us, uh, he had some conflicts with the leader of Free Falcon and they had some arguments and uh, at some point he got tired and said, okay, I don't care. I just uh, do what you want. I stop working. Okay. Uh, and back then for, for me personally, it was a, you know, like the skull, like, like the sky uh, fell on me. Like, uh, you know, my, uh, my, he was, let's say he was the guy who gave me code access. And suddenly he doesn't want to work anymore. Doesn't want to to work anymore. It was like uh, you know losing my virtual father. Okay, <laughs> uh, something like that. Uh-huh. And uh, and slowly, slowly we started separating. Okay, Red Viper team decided that we don't want any connections with the Free Falcon. It was a bit of ugly. Uh, even I'd, I'd say even uh, even too low. Okay, at some point we got to some fights uh, in males and uh, not so uh, healthy story uh, and so at some point we just leave, left them okay the red viper team we, we stayed as a team but uh, some guys already lost their interest and started living to other areas and uh, just uh, d- disappeared and some of us let's say something like four or five guys uh, we kept looking for for a new home okay and um, through all the, all these years, there was a another team that was like a data team, which was called Open Falcon. Okay, it was like 
a uh, continuous of data development only uh, from the unified team. It was like like a, like a natural continuous of unified team. Some guys, I think, I'm not sure because I did not I did not was part of that back then. Uh, I think some guys was from the original unified team and some guys uh, joined with time. And there was a they were call, calling the, 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 themselves Open Falcon and they were, were also releasing patches. Okay, um, now here come the, the, the area that I know less um, because I wasn't part of the of those teams back then, but it, um, it was obvious that BMS team was keeping uh, doing exe work, but they did not release anything um, publicly, okay? Uh, and at some point, I think it was maybe 2007 or so. Um, some guy, I'm not sure even who, um, they leaked the version of, of BMS uh, with the Open, Funk, Open Falcon data. Okay, and, and this was an Open Falcon version. Okay, it was known as, as OF4, I think, Open Falcon 4 or something like that. Um, this was another version. It had some, uh, a lot of uh, fixes, a lot of changes. Uh, in relation, if in comparison to to Falcon to Free Falcon, uh, but still it was another uh, another side of the development. Okay, and um, and after after this break, I mean the Red Viper team uh, broke from uh, Free Falcon. I found myself, you know, like um, have nothing and nothing arranged. I mean, I found myself uh, like a alone, independent, do what I want. And so I slowly started um, developing by myself, developing uh, avionics, you know, systems. Um, just for my curiosity, I always wanted to do, but never had the chance under uh, Red Viper because I was busy with, with uh, particles and other stuff. So I started to slowly learn uh, how, to, how to change the systems, you know, uh, uh, multifunction displays of the F-16s, okay, you know, buttons. Here and there, you push that, you got this. Okay, I started to learn slowly how it works, and it's not so complicated. So I started to change. I uh, took the the targeting pod uh, screen, which I like to play with, and I added some functions, uh, did some changes. I remember even to the how it looks. Um, back then in Free Falcon, we had a, a green, uh, green MFD. I mean, only green color on the targeting pod MFD. And suddenly I, I did uh, black and white, you know, it look, looked more like real, like a sniper pod and all that. And um, at some point, um, a guy which I knew from Free Falcon, which is not already not uh, active these days, uh, at some point um, I heard from him that he's in contact with, with Open Falcon more and, B, and BMS guys that are under the, the ground. And so he actually told me, you know, if you want to keep develop, the developing, just uh, you can join uh, BMS. You know, I'll uh, I'll get you to know them, even though you they are not on the surface. I'll get you to know them. And um, it, that was at 2009, early 2009. And um, from there, I started to contact directly some BMS guys, which I know are like representatives of BMS. 
this guy int intro introduced me to who is who is who and who to contact and um i i told them okay this is this is uh, uh, what i have this is what i know i came from free, free falcon and you remember free falcon was like the enemy of vms because they stole their code back then okay sure uh, yes and so it was not it was totally not obvious to get me in okay it was like uh, like uh, exa exactly the opposite to the uh, common sense uh, but I, I said I don't have anything to lose, okay? So I just made contact and I said, okay, this is what I know to do. Uh, here is my stuff. You can see I sent them some screenshots of my targeting pod uh, modifications and uh, and everything. And I don't know why, I don't know how it came to that that uh, they let me join into the team. And um, that's it. From there, you know, it just started flowing. Uh, at start, uh, not only me, by the way. A couple of other guys, uh, one other programmer, which joined as well. Um, there were um, three data guys, which also joined. Uh, and there were a couple of more, which uh, joined at start. But uh, after that, they, after some, some short, short time, they lost interest and uh, left. So, so um, how, how big is the team today? How, how many people are on the BMS team at, at this point? Okay. Okay, uh, overall, uh, the BMS team is, uh, this, is uh, this is a bit fluid because we are working, uh, you know, on, based on free time. Sure. Uh, I, I'd say the, the team is made of something like 100 uh, people overall. Oh, wow. wow, I would never guess that. But, but, okay, but, but, it is, and it, it is a big but. <laughs> um, actual active members, the numbers are much smaller. I mean, we're talking maybe about 40 active members, but also out of those 40, not, not everyone is a developer, okay? We have uh, some um, tester guys, okay? Very uh, intensive testers, but there are a couple. Um, we have some data developers mainly doing, um, you know, not even not even uh, 3D models or art, but more like uh, all kind of uh, you know uh, changes to little files and you know some uh, we have um, flight models files right like flight um, models and like performance of models yes, and mm -hmm, campaign mm -hmm, yeah. little changes here little changes there uh, key file you know all these kind of uh, co controllers or that you have in BMS <laughs> right if right, you right. ever tried it okay uh, so stuff like that. Um, so I'll just sum up, um, let's say coders, okay, programmers, we have like, overall, we have like something like 10 or 11. Out of those 10 or 11, at any point, there is like maybe five active guys, okay? Some, some of them are active constantly. Um, I'm one that is active almost always. How many? Uh, there are how, sorry, how a couple, many, a couple more. Hmm? How many hours do you? Uh, would you say? So you say you're you're pretty active. How many hours would you say you spend? Let's say per week on average, uh, you know, doing stuff for BMS. I mean, obviously it's your spare time, and um, mm -hmm. you know, it's not a full time job for you. But just curious curiosity, mm -hmm. how how long? Yes, uh, for a week, I'd say. Um, let's say something like. 
I need to do the math a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you can just ballpark uh, it. It doesn't matter. I just, just... Yes, the ballpark. I'd say like something like, uh, you know, also there is, you know, an, a uh, clean, I'd call it clean time when you actually do uh, do efficient stuff. Right. Uh, because there, are, there is a lot of time, you know, that you like chatting and everything. Sure. Um, I'd say like something like uh, maybe 10, 12 hours a week. That... But... That's that is development time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's still pretty substantial in anything. Yes. Very this nice. is how it is. And, um, and me, yeah, me seeing a lot of those uh, developing guys uh, on, the, on the core team, I would say. And, and, and I had exactly the same numbers as, as, as he said. For me, there's, uh, there's something like 50 members uh, um, active. And, and I had them in mind a dozen people very um, focused on the development side and, and and yes, uh, we we are, I'm chatting with a, with a couple of those of those guys, and and yes, it, it's 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 basically as you can as you, uh, for me being a bit external from the team, I see it as a work of passion. It, they're definitely giving a lot of their free time on that to make it happen, and this is what is very amazing about how you can continue to have a game from '98 um, up to scale up, up to speed now, or at least trying to be up to speed. Uh, with the modern engines and modern things that we have, and um, just to sum up a bit uh, about the uh, the history of it is just to be honest, on the 20 years that we've got since the release of the, the initial game, or at least the the, the end of the development, uh, most of those years were underground. Um, it's up to uh, 433 update one that came up the agreement uh, with the actual license holder from, from FACOP 4.0 that the team came up with uh, something official in the agreement and, uh, and, and, and less underground, or at least no more underground, because initially everything was underground because there was no, never any agreement with the license owner. So this is, this is where everything that was done up to, I would say, BMS 433 update one, was always underground because there never was any agreement right. on, now, on, the, on the initial license. And now there's permission and you don't have to worry about cease and desist orders and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which is great. Yes. How many, how many, uh, but, but let, let me just say that even, uh, sorry, let me just say that even uh, you, you, Max, you mentioned the 433 uh, update one, but even for, from 432, um, the initial release, I mean, of let's say the, Updated BMS, okay. 432 was the initial release at uh, 2011. Um, from there, there was a an official BMS team, okay. Maybe you know we we are we we've been exposed to the public, even if not even if the patch itself was not official, okay, or uh, let's call it totally legal. It was like a gray area, but the team was there. I mean, we had the you know the public forums and. Uh, if someone wanted to to catch us, he, he could just send us mail. Okay, we were uh, replying, and you know we were talking on the forums and everything. From four three three update one, yes, it became um, official to release. Okay, this is the the actual point of official to to um, to make exit changes and release them. Right. So you guys, this is what the, the agreement. You guys became less underground for four three two, but then. Four three three. You, you yes, had permission, yes. actually. Nick, Nick, mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. What um? Do mm -hmm. you guys have any numbers as far as like active players or um any statistics to show 
uh, how the community is growing or staying the same? I, I might have some insight on that since uh, I would say probably I have, I've, I have now one of the largest community on Falcon. Um, so yeah, the, the, the most active communities that you can find today on Falcon, outside, just speaking outside of the official forums from, from BMS, um, we, so you have Falcon Online and then you've got the Falcon Lounge uh, that are the, the ones that are the most known, um, I would say communities around Falcon BMS. And today I have a thousand, I mean, just in the Discord in the website, have a thousand and yeah, twelve hundred something people currently. Okay. That's pretty good. Um, as, as part of the community, um, I, I don't say everyone's active, but I have more than two hundred people actually being more active than the others. And then there, as always, there's a core team of uh, twenty people in the Falcon Lounge that are actually on a regular basis uh, planning flights and flying with people and, and things like that. And this would be probably also only a fraction of the people who are playing BMS still because maybe they don't uh, want to go online or multiplayer. Of course, this is, yeah, this is only the community part and the, I would say the online part because uh, Falcon Lounge is mostly focused on training people and uh, or at least enabling them to start with Falcon BMS. And uh, and also uh, uh, yeah, planning flights, uh, multiplayer flights on a regular basis. So yes, gotcha. Awesome. Um, so for the history, though, um, if I'm just gonna for those listening, I'll include. Uh, I know it's a little late now. Maybe maybe I'll put a little. Uh, maybe I'll just maybe I'll just post do some post production and um, tell people about the link and where to find it in the notes. For the show and they can follow along because i was doing that as ihawk was talking and it was actually a lot easier to uh, fully understand the flow of everything because it's quite the history much uh yes it's, it's it's like it's like getting a history book on the united states and following along uh, it's <laughs> 20, 20 years of history that you need it's to impressive. that you need to sum up <laughs> it's impressive yeah it's like it's like spaghetti you know yeah, yeah no it is the code it, is spaghetti code and the history is also spaghetti and it's it's quite impressive uh, too that you managed to answer about seven of my questions I was going to follow up with all at once. So that was awesome. <laughs> uh, when you guys you guys developed the um, team versus team campaign, was was that a hassle? Was that was that a pain? What what um what all did you guys learn from from having to do that? Um, I'll probably catch this one since I'm in contact with the guy managing the assets for mm -hmm. the TVT. Um, so the TVT has always existed, I would say, um, in, as it's part of the uh, theaters shipped uh, with uh, BMS. Um, and uh, yeah, there was uh, a few rounds up with the TVT that came up and was uh, in, 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 uh, in partnership with Falcon Lounge to actually be able to uh, um, uh, Put a community assets um, uh, for the TVT to um, to exist and um, and to uh, to and to launch correctly. Um, there, I would say there were a lot of things that were actually learned, um, especially since uh, this year's release four three four. Um, there's there was a, a huge focus between update one and now we are at date three. Uh, a huge focus on TVT because uh, we've been we've been working a lot and I've been working a lot with uh, with one of the guys uh, that actually handles the uh, data aspect of the campaign and, uh, and assets on it. 
um, to get the feedbacks from the from the people flying in it to understand what exactly is not working, um, the the relevant bugs that they've been they've been trying to fix and uh, and make the experience a bit better. So um, so yeah, um, now we're in a week from now, but probably after post production it will be already uh, already passed. But uh, we're relaunching uh, with the uh, update three, four three four update three, uh, a new uh, a new TVT um, um, yeah uh, round. So hopefully this time we'll um, we'll have uh, we'll have something uh, that uh, will have uh, all the lesson learns uh, from from the from the follow from the past weeks that we uh, and month on which we we've been playing with. That's awesome. Look forward to okay, trying. Uh, that let myself. me just. Let me just add uh, something from development side. Um, okay, you, you should know that Falcon 4 was released with a broken multiplayer. Okay, it was that was what it was back then. Uh, the campaign engine is very, very complicated. It's very complicated code. I think that is one of the reasons why almost no one uh, created something sense. So it was tremendous effort to fix multiplayer not my work okay i wasn't i i almost was never involved with multi multiplayer the only thing i made was uh, you know body lacing of a targeting pod in for for three three of bms but it was a tremendous effort to fix all the bugs and even today even until this day we still find bugs from the old time i mean we still find some issues and some stuff that is crazy and no one knows how it is even working. And um, eventually in the last years, um, um, events like this, TVT and uh, all those big events of uh, Falcon Online, these are the actual real tests of the multiplayer code uh, validity. Okay, we have no other way to, to really test the the, the multiplayer code. Okay, the only way is a large event with many many users and just try to catch the issues. It is very, very complicated uh, engine, very complicated code by itself and catching su such stuff on on a, that happens with many users uh, and on a server which you don't have any debug access to, this is uh, not easy. I mean, but this is where, where we are heading. I mean, we are always trying to make it better and better and better. And I think uh, Max can, uh, can say, I think we get to a pretty stable state. I mean, um, there was a problem with the uh, update 2 of 4.3.4. And uh, that's why 4.3.4 uh, update 3 came out just a few days ago. Because... We insisted that we want to to make this, you know. So in the meantime, until we release the next version, people can can fly TVT or whatever on large scale on their servers. Um, from our side, as development guys, okay, even for me that I'm not a multiplayer guy, I'm this is far for me the multiplayer code. But even for me, when I look at Falcon Future, when I look at BMS, this is the main goal. Okay, make large server events exist. Make them stable, make them go on. Because without that, I think that um, people will just lose lose their interest. Um, 
that's about it. When I see large events, uh, you know, videos, and even though the graphics is, you know, it's not DCS. Yes, I know DCS has amazing graphics. And when I see, okay, I said, I wish I had something like that. But when I see real fights of, you know, full full scale servers, this is impressive. I mean, from campaign, from data point of view, from everything that goes on behind the scenes. And I know how this code is looking. And believe me, I know. This is impressive. There is no other word uh, for me from the side because I'm not really involved inside it, but I know how it goes and how hard it is to find issues and stuff like that. Yeah, and okay, I, so uh, I, I think hmm? just real briefly, I think that's something you'll find in any game, though, is, uh, you know, the multiplayer code is never uh, foolproof and always does some quirky things here and there. And, and a lot of that's because of latency and, you know, people have different yeah. ping and you got to think a round trip time. And, you know, especially when you're working with something that's constantly moving at a very high rate of speed, syncing that between all the clients, you know, uh, I was just having a discussion about this with Multar and some other people in Splash 1 today. Uh, you know, desync on a missile traveling at Mach 2 and you have somebody who's at 300 millisecond ping and somebody else who's at 300 millisecond ping and that's a, it's greater than a half a second of time missing yes or in yeah. out of sync between the two players it's, it's an incredible amount of distance traveled and uh things that can happen in that time frame and so when you do have a multiplayer server that does work it is astounding <laughs> yeah and and me as a user i can tell that uh being a user from the early days of uh, falcon bms i can tell you that between 432 initial release of bms and and now um the amount of bandwidth necessary to um, to actually have a, a multiplayer session has increased dramatically, but for good reasons. Meaning that there are many things that are were not synced before that you were not able to see before, and and now um, because of the complexity of the campaign, uh, the exchanges between clients. I mean, the uh, the multiplayer code from Falcon is is. Uh, trying to use both technologies of peer-to-peer, -peer. Uh, so mesh networks and, and trying to also have direct connectivity to the server to uh, because the server is the one calculating most of the objects, but each client is responsible for its own missile. And you have to make all that little world communicate together and uh, making sure that uh, in, in, the, in development side, developers were always challenged in finding a better way to uh, enable the small connections to be able to fly multiplayer because it's it, it not everyone has a high-end connectivity or high-end computer when they start with bms so in 432 the required bandwidth was uh 500k <laughs> but now i would say if don't if you don't have a two meg upload connection it's it's going to cause issues at some point that makes sense yes Mm -hmm. So and also one other thing, just on that, mm -hmm. um, um, one other thing that you need to remember in comparison to other games, okay, other games usually hold everything in 3D, okay. This is like obvious for any game. I think even DCS is is a kind of a world that you are entering a mission and you have all the objects already at 3D and everything is known. In mm -hmm. uh, Falcon, think that even the campaign engine is already pretty complicated in, in the way that you can't simulate everything in 3D because it, this is crazy. You you get it that if you try to simulate a 1,000 or 1,000 kilometers area full of units, uh, everything, everyone doing 
what it's doing in a wall, you will end up with uh, you know less than one FPS because no no computer, of course no personal computer can take that all that calculations. So in in Falcon there is what is called as the bubble. You know the bubble is like a what is 3D and what is 2D. 2D world is outside the bubble, okay, and 2D world is perfectly statistic, okay. The calculations are statistic, and making that work together and make sense to the user that is flying in 3D and sometimes you know many many users like maybe 50 on a server uh, flying at other areas of the map and interacting with each other and everyone seeing its own stuff as 3D but for other uh, for other other guys this is 2D because it's out way outside its bubble thinking all that i mean that is that is some kind of the real magic of of campaign engine and and Falcon multiplayer, okay. And this is, um, let's say, a lot of a lot of good guys and really really good and professional coders. Even even if I compare them to my uh, real life work and you know what I, the guys that I see in my real uh, real work and the guys I'm working with and what I'm doing in real work, uh, I can say these are very very dedicated guys. I mean, guys which found the very smallest bugs you can think of and you know smallest catches and all stuff like that sometimes without debug throughout the years um it's tremendous i mean to 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 understand that it it is working this way and all the interactions inside yeah that makes sense and i would i would equate okay. that to to something like uh you know within let's just throw numbers out within 200 miles everything's calculated on the client uh missiles trajectory launches, crashes, movement of units, and then outside of that bubble, so to speak, when you say statistics, mm -hmm. you're talking, uh, you know, unit A About fires at unit B, yeah. probability is 80%, run a random number generator against it, and success or not yes. success. Yes. And you're yes. not calculating all the trajectory and all that stuff to say. Yes, of course I, not, because you, can't. because you can't. Right, right. You can't. No, that makes sense. But then when you add multiple clients into that, it becomes much more complex because you have yes, somebody yes. at, you know, the top northeast of the map and somebody at the southwest of the map and now you have two bubbles that you have to come okay got it yeah. pretty yeah. pretty and, and just one point about that is that most of the bms devs teams uh would say uh we're not always software developers or coders initially yeah, <laughs> they learn impressive. they learn they learn on the spot to be honest that that that's definitely impressive um what do you guys do uh when you're trying to decide uh, what features you're going to introduce in, let's say, the next patch? So, four, four, three, five comes out. Do you guys have an your own internal roadmap? Do you discuss things that you want to do? Uh, how feasible they are? Um, do you look for community feedback? How does how does all of that stuff unfold? Okay, um, let's say the, the the one thing which I which I got from the moment I uh, entered the BMS team is that everything is very laid back, okay? The atmosphere, the management. Uh, today I'm part of management, but back then I was just a new guy. And um, it was very laid back. That is, that is I think, the, the secret of why BMS is, uh, you know, keep going as a team. As, and uh, I, I'd say even uh, amazing, amazingly, you know, almost no internal fights, almost no... Uh, you know, bad feelings and stuff like that. Almost never. 
since the, the moment I remember myself in BMS. Um, this is not not uh, not obvious at all because in a team, you know, uh, especially that people are working on the on the free time, it's not obvious. And I think the secret is exactly that. Everyone just do what you want to do. Okay, maybe it it sounds I know it sounds like without any order and maybe crazy for some of you, but I think this is the secret. Do what you love to do. No, no one will will force you to do anything. This is not real work. Okay, this is not not like you have a boss and he's saying, okay, now you do this and that, and uh, in two weeks we talk again and I'll tell you what to do next. Okay, it's not like that. It's it's like do whatever makes you feel good, whatever you think should be improved. Of course, we we do interact, we chat a lot, um, uh, we do discuss, we do help each other. But eventually, you you as a developer, you are driving what you want to do. For example, I'll give you from my own uh, my own uh, experience. In four three three, I was uh, after four three two was released. I back then I made some some changes to particular systems. This is what I I know I need to do. Some data, some code. I upgraded some code, which made it a little better. And uh, for 433, I decided that I wanted to do uh, avionics, okay, systems. This, this was my, let's say, my second love. And uh, 433 was my main uh, work for uh, systems and avionics, mainly air to ground avionics, okay, Mavericks miss missiles, um, uh, sensors, uh, fusion. Uh, you know, SPI, if you know from uh, DCS, maybe. Um, um, targeting pod upgrades, uh, sniper, um, man in the loop weapons. Okay. I just want, said, I, I just decided that I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to upgrade JDEMs. I want to upgrade JSOs. Because back then, you probably don't know, but let's say JDEM was like, uh, just like a um, dummy bomb. Okay. And the... Uh, JSOs was flying like Mavericks, and you need to lock, lock, lock them from the MFD. And it wasn't real at all. So I wanted, I said, I wanted, I want to change it. And I started reading, you know, real manuals, uh, the data I had, and we started, uh, I started upgrading what I wanted. And other guys, guys did other things. And I think this is one of the secrets that make us, you know, uh, make people still, still, uh, love and have passion to what they do because it's not like work it's you do what you want to do you want to upgrade this you do and um hopefully it, it will be you know something that that people like now all that said of course that we are listening to the public um you know uh, avionics upgrade they did it come came, came from nothing uh, we have a lot of guys which are uh, testers and which are involved in the in the squadrons, you know, virtual squadrons, and they also gave us some feedback, you know, from guys. We had even some uh, real F-16 pilots that gave us a lot of a lot of feedback, and um, you know, like we what what people are looking for. Okay, more systems, more avionics, more complexity. We want uh, this system implemented. Uh, this small thing, you know, IFF in 434, which never existed. It, it came in, uh, data link upgrades, all that kind of stuff. It's, but it's almost entirely uh, personal, personal initiations. I mean, no one is telling you what to do. 
there is no such thing as someone will come to me tomorrow and say tell me okay i want you to do this and uh, uh, start working on it okay it's not like that it's do what whatever you want find what to upgrade i guess that who who is in the team uh, long enough time already start to you know to look at bigger things okay um i'm now working on on such a larger thing okay in a larger scale which is not to be released uh, or be done in uh, in three or six months we're talking about years of development and already uh, did a lot of it and looking ahead and i guess it's it's coming with you know experience and time that you 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 make yourself look more uh, to the more distant horizon but you allow yourself because you you already know a lot of how it's working but it's not like someone came to me and say okay you do this but that makes it sense. was my my idea uh, that's, that's about it that's pretty cool yeah, yeah. And, and from a community standpoint i would say um um uh, what i sense and what i saw especially um since the three like three last years of of me uh pushing up and building up the community on the falcon lounge i've, I've seen a shift in terms of uh, interaction between the community and, and the developers um, especially around the release of 434. um uh, they I, I, as i said things have been pretty much up to people deciding to develop this or that and and that has always worked like this and and once they consider the the feature is at a stable stage they, they will freeze the feature and say it's going to be up for the next release and that's usually how it goes um now with the interaction and, and having more interaction with with the core team um with with the community uh it actually probably gives hints on on where they should probably focus some of the aspects but to be honest me seeing what's happening behind the scenes they are already miles ahead in terms of what we were expecting in in, in some areas so um so yeah it, it I, there is definitely a change in in um in the way we interact now with with the bms team um and and yeah i i see now i sense that 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 uh that change in uh and in, in the way we we now interact uh closely with with the, with the core team actually actually that's cool. I like the Mad Max approach. That's uh, do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's people forget, tend to forget, and I see that, is that um, there's a lot of expectation in the end. Uh, people, the problem is that we, we always have to compare products that are, I would say, similar in terms of spirit. Uh, but in the end, people tend to forget that this is a community-driven um, uh, simulator so even though it, it was initially uh, released 20 years ago or a bit more than that now um, it's uh, it's still a community effort and people sometimes forget that those are real people with families and doing that in their free time and and they're they only have two hands and one brain <laughs> right you're, you're yeah you're you're talking paid product versus free essentially yeah and, you know. uh, essentially because it's it's a very small world so right, right. Uh, there's not it's not like we have a, a huge load of uh, of uh, gaming simulators that are actually in doing exactly the same thing as we are so. right so uh let's talk a little bit about the 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 engine itself so a lot of things that i see uh and have felt myself is um you know how how 
less how come from me, but from the community, how come we don't have VR support? And my assumption is uh, the engine doesn't support it from even a basic level. I'm assuming it runs on DirectX, is it? Is it 9? Is it lower? Currently DirectX 9, yeah. It's got to be 9. No, no, and I'm yes. assuming 9 doesn't support VR inherently. I'm, I'm assuming... No. Yeah, no. so... Uh, are there any plans or at least discussion of maybe not so much supporting VR directly, but moving to uh, a newer version of an API like DirectX or uh, Vulkan or OpenGL or there's something that can be uh, used to enhance? Uh, I don't want to say the visual experience, but I'm going to say that just to make it simple. Because um, there's so much more uh, API wise that you can do and and benefit from, not even from um, just the graphic standpoint uh, of what you're seeing as eye candy or, or VR, but uh, you know, there's APIs like uh, uh, letting the graphics card uh, mess with the mesh and make things look cleaner uh, up close. And uh, there's just a ton of instancing benefits, all sorts of stuff. Has there been any discussion around that? Um, okay, um, let me answer that. Um... Okay, I'll tell you what. Uh, basically, of course, there are plans to make all those changes you're talking about. I mean, we have plans. Yes, we have plans for VR. We have plans for, for improved graphics. We have plans for API upgrades. Um, I, I cannot say, you know, I cannot, uh, cannot say any timelines because or any kind of a even even talking about a a clear roadmap is not the way we do it, okay? Because I don't even 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 know to tell you if um, if this is you know the right way to to do to do it these days, okay? But on the other end, uh, our main uh, goal as as the BMS you know uh, management today and the coding team and stuff like that. Our goal today is to keep things how they are, okay? We like it how it is. We like our small, uh, let's say, I, uh, from my point of view, this is kind of, you know, very dedicated community. Like only the guys that want to make this uh, extra uh, effort to 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 do the, this actual stuff and reading the manuals, and want to invest into the simulator, okay? There, there, there are those that we like to to keep using the game, okay? These are the 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 the, the guys we are, um, let's say, we are aiming our efforts for, and let's say the 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 headset, the mindset of the of the guys, uh, not 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 even me, but other guys involved. The mindset is we will release when we will be ready. Okay, there is no rush. There is like like no uh, world around us, like no DCS and pressure. And you know, and you, you know, it it is not not like we are blinds. Okay, we can see. You know, DCS is looking fantastic and and everything. And but still, the mindset is we are not in a rush. Okay, we will release when we will be ready. We will get things going on our uh, on our um, rate, and um, yeah, I don't. 
I don't necessarily think mm-hmm. I was asking for a timeline. That that don't don't get me wrong there. Um, I was just wondering if you guys had discussed or 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 you yes, know, internally yes, you yes. have plans Let, to hopefully do yes. that one day. That that's all I was looking for. Uh, let's say we have we have plans, and um, I even say more than plans, but I don't want to say any much. But uh, yes, sure, of course, sure. of course. Yeah, no commitments. No. Of course, we have we have all that in mind. I mean, all what you said, uh, better mesh instancing, uh, VR, whatever. Right. All that is in mind. Yes. No, but one thing: no Vulcan. <laughs> no Vulcan. Uh, yes, yes. Vulcan is is a. I'd even say, um, you know, in regard to that, I, I'll just say that at somewhere somewhere at 2015, I stopped everything. You know, after 433 was released, I said that I did mainly avionics, mainly air to ground systems. This was, was my specialty for a couple of years, and it was really. You know, really dedicated work because I'm talking about very, very de- uh, detailed systems and a uh, in a detailed jet, modern jet. Okay, everything is. Believe me when I say to you, everything is very, very detailed, very specific, and for some details, we even came to to uh, to uh, to uh, to levels where even a commercial product like this this year's it can't come close to because I won't say why, but but it, it can't. Okay, so um, at 2015, I stopped doing what I do, and I got to, to study graphics. I didn't know even how, how to render a triangle back then, okay? It was all new to me. I just took a couple of books that I found somewhere, and I started learn, learning graphics. Um, I'm not, uh, don't get me wrong, I'm not uh, the, um, a guy that will do everything, I can do everything, you know, we have limited time, I already told you how many hours I, I have in a, in a week, so it's not me doing everything or not even the main work, but graphics work is being done, okay? For five years, I do, don't, didn't do a, even a couple of, only a couple of, of, uh, of commits to the 434 development. Okay, this is what I do. I do graphics. And um, so we are investing in that. It will take time, but eventually it will come. Okay, I can't say any more details, but eventually it will come and it, it will be a big improvement. That's awesome. Well, I mean, um, eventually is, yes. is, is good. I mean, I, I've never seen her, you know, browsing forums and stuff, never seen anything uh, that was ever of that. So, you know, when VR mm-hmm. first came out, I tried all the games I could think of and uh and you know played tried to play BMS and tried a bunch of mods that said it would work and uh I always I always hoped that one day uh you know VR would be supported um and I've yes, read that initially it wasn't something you guys were looking to support so uh you know music to my ears if it takes a while it takes a while that's absolutely fine by me yes yes well well very much no I know we live we live the the the, the world I mean I was at my friend's house uh, maybe Two years ago, or mm-hmm. three years ago, and I I flew VR in DCS. It was a uh, Vive, I think mm-hmm. HTC Vive back then. Uh, I remember the the MFDs were all blur, and uh, you could hardly see the hood. But it was working, and it was amazing. You know, to right, my eyes, right. it was amazing experience. Uh, there is no, and it, since that that moment that I tried it, it was clear to me that at some point we will do it. Right. Okay. That's awesome. uh, and I'd say even today that you know uh, high resolution uh, headsets 
are outside like HP reverb I, I'm a little talking to guys so I know um, resolutions and stuff like that and it's very inspiring for me to see that we have already high resolutions to that you can read MFDs and you can read the text in the hood and everything right so it's very much uh, you know make it I'd call it more we are more prepared together because BMS is eventually uh, you know it's it's a you are living in the cockpit okay the cockpit is your right. office if you can't read read the text it doesn't work that you can uh, turn your head and see the enemy you, you need to read the cockpit you need to to dive into the MFDs into the, the targeting pod MFD to the Maverick MFD and stuff like that yep. I, well, um, always... and I think this is the time okay yeah, yes I've always said you know you do VR for the immersion not so much the clarity <laughs> The, the yes, clarity has always think... been an issue, but but it'll get better over time, which makes sense. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Have you? And by the time it comes out, actually, the uh, VR will be even more precise and even exactly. more, uh, I would say, <laughs> accomplished than what we have today. Exactly. So yeah, but but as an alternative, uh, it's one of the only sim that I've seen so far that has been offering um net natively uh, extraction of the mfds and extraction of the assets within the cockpit to other displays so even myself for example i have uh, a three screen setup and i have all my mfds and things like this extracted to another screen where i've uh, i've got everything on on one screen and i'm able to uh even though we don't have vr we still have uh, uh we still have uh, those mfds and all the instruments extracted to another screen which uh, um, Brings us closer to the immersion, I would say. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. the, the, the sim pit uh, is realized a lot easier that way. There's a lot of tools and 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 things made available, yeah, from mm -hmm. a BMS perspective, yeah. Yes, and you should see all the. I know, no, no, if you know if you saw, but um, not you, Max, but other guys here. If you saw the crazy cockpits of you know, home cockpits of guys, F16 cockpits, full. Full-scale cockpit, like with everything working, uh, gauges and uh, you know all the small dials and uh, everything. I mean, all the switches, everything intact and working. This is, I mean, amazing. In other levels, although VR will kind of change all all that how we look at it, but this stuff is is amazing. I mean, to see even in videos, uh, some of the guys I of that are in the BMS team, even some coders. Have this kind of cockpit at home, and I saw some videos, and it is amazing. I mean, at another level. Okay, so it's not VR, but it's amazing at its own. Oh yeah. Uh, level. Oh yeah, totally mm -hmm. agree. Okay. Um, so as far as like, uh, and again, I think a lot of this question goes back to the fact that you guys do what you want to do. Um, you know, when you want to do it, and you kind of. You go wild, wild west about it, but it works for you guys, which is awesome, um, especially because it's a hobby. Uh, but have you guys ever thought about, uh, you know, opening up, uh, you know, a, a probable roadmap, not so much a set in stone or uh, giving progress <clears throat> updates or, you know, having some of the developers do newsletters or dev updates or any any kind of like a community related uh, consumable content on like a regular basis? Any Anything marketing wise um, okay like i'd say uh, yeah i get the question i'd say um as i said already um this kind of, of stuff is is not really discussed internally i mean you, you can even say there is no actual uh, actual decision but 
everyone know know the general mindset and the general mindset is we don't say anything anything about future development okay even what i'm saying here and even what i'm what i wrote on discord channels uh, of the falcon launch uh, discord channels uh, it's not obvious because i many times um, i i surrendered stuff that is not supposed actually to be to be even known to the public okay I also posted some little screenshots here and there uh, with stuff that is suggesting and you know it's not it's not uh, exactly clear we don't we want to say but we don't say okay it's it's like that and it always was like that with the falcon development i think we are um, keeping the tradition um so i i'd cautiously say no don't expect an official roadmap because um as long as the official mindset of the bms team and that may change at any time of course sure. because you do, you don't know what what will happen as long as the official mindset of bms is we are not talking anything public of uh, future development this is how it will be i mean there will always be hints and um, leaked stuff here and there some screenshots mm-hmm. some uh, developers talking but not, not much more okay. there is nothing Nothing uh, official, let's say, yeah. in that regard. Okay. And this, this is probably linked also to the fact that some of the features are developed for quite a long time and they never really know when it's uh, going to be fully ready. So the I would say some of the features might be a dead end. <laughs> and so you don't want to announce something that end up in a dead end. Yeah, that makes sense. But to, to be honest, um, I'm, I'm kind of trying to also... Um, um, do some PR on my end for the, on behalf of the BMS team, even though, even though there is nothing official between between the team and me. Uh, but since we have a lot of interaction, I'm trying also to uh, uh, well to uh, give uh, uh, not info, but give here and there hints, and uh, and 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 uh, hopefully people asking questions uh, get get things. Uh, um, I would say. Um, um yeah they get the inf- they get some some info to actually get get them into the game and and give them hope for the for the future of falcon because this is this is the most important to give the uh, to give space to the to the uh, to the developer team to continue their their work and and continue to entertain us in the end right no i think it's awesome i think uh you know the way that you guys work on all this is i mean i i I'm a software developer by trade and a paid software developer, and I do do my own stuff uh, as a hobby, but never, never on a team, um, especially as large as your guys, and probably ju- just as large when you look at how remote everybody is from each other. So, I think that in itself is quite outstanding that it even works, and uh, I give you guys all the credit in the world for that because that is that is great, and the, and the fact that you guys have continued to do this for so long shows the passion that you have for the game so um you know that's very much appreciated as well and i have started to dive into bms a lot more in the past few months um even before we decided to do this podcast just to kind of get in but there's always that hurdle of of uh you know it is a 19 what what year did you say this came out 90 something 1998 98 yeah so the 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 ui hasn't changed much and getting into it and and finding all the third party stuff that you need to make your life easier is a little bit daunting uh and then dealing with the uh 
the dynamic campaign and and how in depth it is and uh all the things you can do in it um that also was a bit daunting but uh max actually helped me with that the other day and so that made it a lot easier so i appreciate that max um but yeah and it this is definitely why we created the uh, the the community around it because i i went through that it's it's difficult for a lot of people because it it requires commitment when you start the falcon journey you have to get yourself dedicated to some extent on learning the game and getting the learning curve up um because it's it's difficult on the uh, the first the first days first month first weeks uh but with the help of the community uh, honestly with with everything that we have set up now and the third party tools and everything around falcon that were improved it's it's getting easier uh, i wouldn't say it's easy but it's getting easier yeah i totally agree because I, I tried this uh, a year ago and stopped <laughs> um but okay so for folks who haven't tried bms or haven't in a long time uh Maybe this goes to you, Max. What what's the best way they can go about trying it? Where do they go? Where do they look for? Who do they talk to? Um, well, I would strongly advise where if, if to go into Falcon BMS. Uh, well, you need to register the Falcon BMS forums to actually get the packages that you need to install for it, and you need to have an installation of Falcon 4.0 original in on your PC as part of the license agreement with the license owner. You cannot do really otherwise. And but to start with Falcon BMS, um, I mean, I've launched a series of tutorials on how to get started with Falcon BMS. There's a lot of things also on YouTube available, and 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 hopefully with with uh, people that are interested in joining Discord, Falcon Lounge is a great place to start as well for people that are fresh starter on on BMS and and want to get a couple um hints here or there and what should they should do and if we've to be honest three years ago we were 15 people and now we've got 1200 people around so we grew because uh, people were sharing information and and uh, along their journey they were sharing that information back to others and this is the way it worked and how it's working very great now okay that's awesome i'll uh Go ahead and include your Discord and website, uh, Falcon Lounge, I believe, .com, correct? Thank you. Uh, in the show notes. Yep. And uh, I really appreciate you guys, uh, you know, coming on and explaining the history uh, of BMS and uh, all the intricacies found with uh, maintaining it and adding new features and stuff is all really fascinating to me, especially my background. Um, and I'm sure and I hope our uh, listeners find it just as interesting too so uh yeah so thank you guys again and um you know maybe we'll do a follow-up on this at a later time um once i get some real seat time <laughs> uh or, or if you guys ever have anything uh you guys want the community to know definitely reach out to us and we'll uh we'll make that happen so ihawk i really appreciate your time and your uh insight and and the history of all things uh falcon um, so thank you very much. Okay, thank you too for the opportunity to to speak. You know, sure, absolutely. Um, thanks a lot. Uh, yeah, no problem. And Max, thank you, um, and thanks for your help getting me uh, acquainted with some of this stuff. Um, yeah, thank you. My, my pleasure. Multar and uh, Goat and Tricker. Sorry, I probably stole the mic far too much there, but. Uh, Thank you guys for joining as well. <laughs>
No, I, th I think that's perfectly fine. I think this interview, you know, the discussion with IHOC and Max was right up your alley from a software development and cycles yep. point of view. And I think that was you conducting that interview, I think is going to be the most beneficial for people listening because you have a, you have a lot of proper insight onto what the discussion was actually about. Thank you. It's no hard feelings for me. Good. Agree. I wasn't really worried about that anyway. I didn't, I know you don't really care about me. And so that's fine. <laughs> Also agreed, <laughs> but I, I hope I hope you learned just some stuff today. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely a very long history behind uh, the the game, and it's always interesting to have people knowledgeable of that, the all of that. So, um, I, I hope you learned something, and that is was valuable. Yes, I think IHOC has a potential podcast on its own, just talking about the development cycle and stuff behind. Totally BMW. agree. <laughs> totally agree. Today we'll be There's... talking about mission design. Today we'll be talking about dynamic campaign i mean you have tons of topics and you're a wealth of knowledge and stuff on on all of them I, it was it was a really interesting and insightful history lesson just listening to how everything came about what your guys's future plans are and how you guys are going about creating and dealing with things as they come of come of age especially things like vr which you guys you guys touched on mm -hmm. yes yeah and i i think that that was a breath of fresh air for me because uh my question set initially was very short, and I didn't think this podcast was going to be long. So I I really appreciate the uh, verbose answers because uh, I didn't know I was looking for them, and I thought they were very interesting. So thank you again. Thanks. Thank you for the opportunity. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here, and uh, thanks again. We'll see you later. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to Air Combat Sim. Don't forget to subscribe or tell a friend about it. You have a question, idea for an episode, or a special guest you'd like us to invite? Feel free to reach out on Facebook, Discord, or via email. Air Combat Sim was brought to you by BVR Productions. I just changed mics, so hopefully this mic sounds yeah, better. Sounds good. Oh, dude, you, you're making my panties moist. Mm. <laughs> Anybody know of a button box that has an axis dial? You're still hunting that down, huh? Dude, I want. I can't find one. I cannot find one. But how are you going to render G? But he can't for, uh, sell it because of customs for radio. You can't use an axis. Has to be. I don't want it for radio. I want it the heading. And there is there is uh, an axis. I think for it. Yeah. I don't want it for the radio. Screw the radio. I don't care about that. Still going to be a problem for heading, but I'm sure you'll find well, that out. I'll probably. You need encoders because you need to be able to continue to turn it. A heading, a heading an axis is going to have, you're going to turn it 360 degrees. That's it. It's the most. Yeah. Fine tuning, that would be hard. Just, just, just let me, let me deal no, with no, it. No, no, I'll let you make let your mistakes, dude. It's fine. On my own. Jeff, just let me, yeah. just let me, I got to learn this stuff on my yeah. own. It's like my kids, you know, I tell them don't fucking touch that shit. It's hot. And they do. And then, you know, <laughs> same problem. <laughs>